Happy New Year, Browns fans. I thought the Hulk Hogan song would be appropriate to start because th- the very beginning, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, is there a truer phrase, a more accurate emotional phrase for Browns fans? Happy 2020. Welcome to the doghouse on SB Nation, Dog by Nature. Oh, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic from WKYC Sports in Cleveland. I wanted to hold off a, a couple days after the Freddie Kitchens and John Dorsey firings and, and, and to do a show. One, because Matt, gosh darn it, I, I, I just couldn't do it. I, emotional. I was, I was like, I was just, it would have just been like either yelling, swearing, maybe some crying. I don't know. So I, I think we've at least got some coaching candidates here to move forward. But first of all, buddy, happy, happy new year. How are you doing in 2020 so far? Happy new year, Andy. And just like most Januarys, since I got on this beat 11 years ago, instead of preparing for a playoff game, mm. we're talking about a coaching search. Yep, not one. You know what's and it's not that I didn't know it, but when it's actually written and you see it, it's shocking. The Browns did not have one winning record in the entire decade. Not one. Not one. That's insane. The closest they came was last year at 7-8-1. Right. Not even a 500 record. Not a winning record in an entire decade. Like, God bless you, Browns fans. God bless all of us. So what up with that? What other fan base would do that? What? What other fan base would just keep coming out, keep supporting the team passionately? I don't know if there is one. It's it's absolutely it's ridiculous. Double, it's a double-edged sword there in the fact that you want to support this team and you want this team to do well and you're trying to will it to yep. a, a better state, but because that support is so strong, ownership doesn't really feel that much pull to do things the correct way and find the right people. It, it really does seem like we're kind of our own worst enemies in that regard because we care so much that yeah. owners are just like, oh, these guys are always going to care. You know, we can do whatever we need to do. As long as it takes. These people will always be here. Matt, here's here's the thing. I truly believe that the Haslams want to do well. I truly believe that they have the right intentions because, one, they're billionaires, and I'm sure they don't like other billionaires laughing at them as the joke and the worst ownership group in football. Two, I think they're actually good people. All the charity work they do at training camp. Met, got to meet the Haslam for a minute. Seems like a, a tremendous lady. But damn it, they can't get out of their own way, Matt. They just don't know what to do. Like if we're if we're uh, in our jobs and someone's like, "Hey, Matt, go perform heart surgery." You can have the best intentions, but you're screwing up that heart surgery. You didn't mean to, but you did. And that's what the Haslams are doing. They don't mean to, but by God, they just keep messing up. It's so you don't even know what to do. It's helpless. There's no hope. Yeah. Sorry, Brown. Sorry, 2020. I have zero hope in this fran- zero hope in this ownership group. Zero. Well, they really haven't given you much, of, given you much in the way of reason to believe that it will get better. No. And that they will get it right this time. And they keep saying they will, but they don't. Jimmy Haslam saying, "Well, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. There's no guarantees." 
Yeah, no kidding. At least he's no, honest. <laughs> because he's done this five times already. Yeah. He took ownership of the team seven years ago. Yeah. We yeah. get it. We understand if there's anything, you know, one thing we can understand, it's that there are no guarantees with this franchise. With this ownership group. And I don't know that we need to be constantly reminded of that. Yeah, it's the, the, the funny thing is people were playing back and it was depressingly funny. The past press conferences of Jimmy Haslam and coaching changes and searches. They're identical. It's like a copy and paste script. Okay, yeah, we're going to try to get better. Leader of men, strong football, blah, 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 blah. The same crap over and over. And at some point, I guess, what, what the heck else is he supposed to say, right? But it, it's, just, it's just a case, Matt, of there is no hope that the fans can hang their hat on. And you got rid of the only true general manager in, let's keep it smaller sample size, at least in this decade for sure, arguably over the whole state since the team returned, the general manager that brought in the most talent. So you get a GM, a true football guy, who built the Kansas City Chiefs, who are, I don't know, in the playoffs, right? That that That's nice. Who built the Chiefs, who loaded this team up with the most talent it has had in 20 years. And the dude doesn't like some asshat from La Jolla, California, Paul D. Podesta, telling him, to, telling him what to do. I don't blame John Dorsey. If I'm John Dorsey, I'm saying, hey, bro, how much football did you play? How much football have you done? Oh, 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 you're, you're a baseball executive. Well, if I need someone who can throw a curve, I'll call you, Paul. In the meantime, butt the hell out. So he didn't want to take a lesser role. I don't blame him. And now we lose. Was he perfect? No, you can't solve everything in one offseason. Come on, people. Right? Like, and now he's gone. Okay. What do you got next? Sashi? Cool. We, we're going to get some other idiot? Going to bring Andrew Barry back? Yay. Come on, Matt. I'm with you, Andy, and I had to defend my opinions because there were people that were arguing against, against me that, you know, they needed to fire Dorsey because... How? He's the one who brought him kitchen. And I'm like, dude, I'm not convinced that the Haslam's going to give him the mandate that you have to get ready in whatever way possible. Like, That's what I'm, I feel, I'm too. almost certain that that was a mandate for him. And I literally had to argue with people who, who do not understand. Look, this franchise had zero talent when he took it over. None. Like, Miles Garrett was it. And they almost didn't want to take him. They wanted to take Mitch Trubisky. And, and they wanted to take Mitchell Trubisky because analytics said that he would be a good option. And you could get, if you decided to trade back, you could get better value for the number one pick. Oh. Look, if you're picking number... Number one. Dan picking <laughs> number one... There's a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And it's talent. a system designed to get you talent so you don't continuously pick number one. Correct. You pick number two, well, you were supposed to. But analytics had trained back and take the wide receiver that didn't give a flip about the game of football with a middle round pick because, you know, if you throw more darts at the dart board, you know, the odds go up that you'll hit the bullseye. If you've never thrown a damn dart before, it doesn't matter how many you have. 
The yeah. chances of you putting it right dead center, not very good. I don't even think Corey Coleman's in the league anymore. Like he might be out. He blew out his knee, uh, I With think, the before this season started and is not currently playing. But I believe he's still on a roster. I think he was with the Giants. Yeah, like like it but matters. Th- but this <laughs> is his fourth year in the league, and he's on his third team. He sucks. I don't know what kind of analytics model that says, but it sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it needs to go go the hell away. Like, now. Matt, Matt, analytics is fine in part of the conversation in any sport. It, You'd be it foolish can be not a to. Tool in the box, yes. but it can't be the thing that runs the joint. It can't be. The, it can't be the, the the tools. It like what it is is in my mind what analytics is perfect for in the draft process. Let's say is all right. Here's our draft guys. Now let's look at the underlying numbers. Maybe you're close on a player. Maybe you're not sure. Maybe it's a later round pick, and you can use those scores to say, okay, now. We like these two guys, but okay, well, hey, the underlying numbers are saying that this guy might be all right. Now I'm taking that into consideration when it comes to uh, acquiring players in free agency. Like it's the more information you have, great, but it cannot just be a non-human factor. And John Dorsey was guilty for doing the opposite of the non-human factor of being like, well, these are problem guys, and hey, let's keep them around. Antonio Callaway, right? That didn't work out well. But and Freddie Kitchens, like Matt, okay. He got a coaching choice wrong. All right. Um, has anybody in that Browns organization n- not been error-free? How about all the good he did? And if it's and I hear people on Twitter, I have to con- I have to like temper myself on Twitter, Matt, because I don't want to I don't want to get out of out of hand on Twitter. But some people say, "Well, why don't you give Dean Podesta a chance?" I said I did. I gave him a chance when one he led one in thirty-one. 31. Matt, one in fuck friggin' thirty-one, Matt. One in 31. That's the head. That's the guy. Oh, it wasn't Paul's fault. How do you know, idiot? You don't know. All I know is Paul DeSpedesta sat up there, grinning like an idiot, with Sashi Brown, saying that Carson Wentz wasn't a good quarterback. Who's, the, who's in the playoffs? Carson Wentz threw for 4,000 yards this year with no wide receiver that was over 500 receiving yards, decimated by injuries. I think I'd rather have Carson Wentz. Oh, how about Deshaun Watson that you passed for? Huh? Corey Coleman's not even freaking playing. And he's garbage. How about all those other players outside of Richard Higgins? I can't. Ricardo Lewis? That other uh, bum who got uh, uh, tested positive for PEDs couldn't catch a ball? Whoever their names are? Doesn't matter. That would be Peyton. Right. failed the PED test. He's in no league. Uh, Seth Seth DeValve is kicking around with somebody right now. But he was... He he had... uh, You know, I'm not going to use that phrase because that will likely get me in some sort of hot water. I'll but say he it. looked the part. He just didn't have the the guts and the heart to make it through a training camp. Matt, I can't tell you in the three years he was with the team how many damn training camp practices that guy missed. Matt, if uh, I need if I need help if I need help writing an essay of like eighty percent of them. Yeah. Matt if he, I, he looked the part but he couldn't fight through Anything. He would. It, it, I mean, it was almost a joke. It's like, okay, it's the first day of pads. What's the battle going to do to get hurt this year? And he kept hanging around, hanging around. If I need help writing an essay or studying, I'll call Seth the Valve out of Princeton. Cool. Not a football player. Now, should John, and John Dorsey essentially was just ignoring the analytics stuff from Dee Podesta being forced on him because he's like, Dee Podesta comes off to me, Matt, as a complete weasel. 
just a power play guy who floats in. Like he just, he just likes drama or something. He wants wants more power. Go away. Go back to baseball. What's your problem? You were a G. Like, get out of here, chief strategy officer. What does the what did the Haslam see in this guy? Okay, so a one in thirty-one. Oh, it's different this time is what I hear. Okay, all right, we're, we're picking at ten. Do you think we stay at ten, Matt? I bet you we trade down. I don't see us staying at ten. Yeah. Oh. I, what about the I value, Matt? That a trade down would be what the book says to do. I, I think need to have a balance yes i don't need a spreadsheet to tell me to go for it on fourth and one from my own 45 yard line no you have to go I by need to know how my offensive line has performed to that point mm-hmm. in the game yep and if they haven't done their job no analytics is going to convince me that they will suddenly start doing their job and how the opponent is playing are there injuries are people banged up it's not in a vacuum that's what these guys don't understand and but again it has to be taken under consideration so if you look at the card analytics says go for it on fourth and one okay that is valuable information because it works x amount of time percentage but then you take into account what is actually happening in the game and it's part of the process to make your decision that's what it is but this guy is running it as far as okay, well this this is black and white. This is this is it. Like people, do you remember one in thirty one? Huh? Do you want a guy Sashi Brown making your decisions? We don't know who the GM is going to be. The coach is supposedly going to be hired first, then the GM. But both are going to be reporting separately to Haslam. Like Matt, uh, Ray Farmer had as much time to run the organization as John Dorsey. That's embarrassing. Ray That's Farmer embarrassing. didn't believe in drafting wide receivers either. Dwayne Bowe. Remember that? How much talent was brought in by those guys? How much talent was brought in by Sashi Brown? I'll give him Joe Schobert. Joe Schobert's a hell of a player. I'll, I'll give him Joe. And Miles Garrett was a... You had to be talked into it, so don't give me that. But yeah, outside of that... The people, oh. they're, they're, they're a few reporters in town that will defend Sashi, and I will consult with those and also the reporters who are not on the beat every day okay. and do not understand and just how drastically he set this franchise back and all that. Well, he was—he didn't just go one and 31. He got you two number one overall picks. He got you a bunch of other draft capital. Yeah, he also got us unwatchable football for two years. You don't have to do it this way. You do not have that to do it that way. That was absolutely unwatchable. Yeah. And we do not have to go back to that. But. For some reason, the Haslam's just operate on a different plane. And when it comes to building a football team, they think a bunch of computer nerds can do it better than a guy who knows the game of football. Oh, oh, Matt, by the way, for all those uh, Sashi apologists, um, where, is he, where is he working in the NFL? Oh, I'll tell you, he's not. He's working in basketball. He's working in basketball. A team that wants to turn uh, their fr- or to really overhaul their franchise. So you know what he gets a reputation as? He's a hatchet man. Yeah, teardown guy. How do these guys keep getting jobs? In my next life, I want to be Paul B. Podesta. Get paid millions to sit in San Diego, 
just just uh, swoop in, cause drama, muck things up, and then get all this random power in a, in, a, in a field you have no business being in. It's bizarre. There's a reason people, no other team does it this way. It doesn't work. Everybody has an analytics department yes. to a degree. Yes. But and you should. I would be willing to bet that Andy Reid and Bill Belichick and guys who have had an enormous amount of success in this league use that as part of the discussion, but also use copious amounts of film study, mm-hmm. study, you know, how players react in certain situations and manage off of how the game is going at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. Matt, I need a Cleveland whiskey, man. That, I, that, oh, good Lord. We all need some Cleveland whiskey, and that's why you guys got to get over to clevelandwhiskey.com. You can get it in Northeast Ohio, Cleveland, but even outside the area. If you're a Browns fan outside of Northeast Ohio and you're like, man, I could sure use some 87 Cleveland whiskey bourbon, maybe some Christmas bourbon. How about the award-winning black cherry, the hickory wood, the rye? But not, Matt's had the rye. You love the rye, Matt. That's really good, too. You can check it yeah, all out. I was there actually the day that they uh, yeah. had the first the first sampling. Oh, of it, and it was so jealous. That was an experience, man. They really do it up well. For they those do. open houses, I mean, if you ever have a chance to go to an open house, treat yourself. They they do a, a fantastic job showing off their product, but also making making you feel at home. Like yeah, it's you're family. One of the people that they care about. It, it was really. It, it was really a, an awesome experience. One I'm glad I got to do, and one I will do again. Absolutely. And it, Andrew and Tom and Rebecca, they just make you feel like home. Great product, excellent quality, and the recipes too. There's like cooking stuff you can like that they they show you, you can pair with the Cleveland whiskey and use in in mixes, and it, it's great. So you got to follow them on social media at Cleve Whiskey Twitter at Cleveland Whiskey on Instagram ClevelandWhiskey.com. Okay, Matt, let's get to some of these coaching stuff. Uh, Browns of, of Saturday are scheduled to interview Robert Saleh or Salah for the Salah. Salah for the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. They're fiery and jacked up defensive coordinator for the head coaching position. They've interviewed they Mike McCarthy. They confirmed that that interview took place. So okay. if you hear me typing in the background. <laughs> so that, Sorry. So, so Robert Salah has been interviewed. <laughs> and he counts as, as the Rooney rule, I believe, right? I know they interviewed Eric Bieniemy as well. They're good with the, the Rooney rule. Okay, um, so they're covered. Bieniemy helped them ex- uh, um, was it fulfill that uh, requirement. So they're good at that point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure where Salo lines up in that regard, but they don't need to worry about they it. They don't need to. I think his parents are Lebanese, I think I heard, so... In any case, I don't care if you're colored purple. Just get you be a goddamn good coach, please, please. Well, he he seems to get the best out of his players, man. When you look at the numbers, I mean, everywhere he's been, he's had a really good crop of linebackers. Nope. And if it's one position group that could stand to improve mm. at the Browns, it would be the linebackers. That would um, be you. Yeah, I like the fact that he is a defensive coach. I know offense you know, pretty much leads the way. But if you look at the candidates that they have to this point, he is the only defensive one on the schedule. Yeah. And he, he looks like he and, checks the boxes of being a leader of men, 
passionate, knowledgeable that Haslam was saying. So, you know, like Matt, my concern, though, is and his biggest selling point is going to have to be who are you bringing in as offensive coordinator to help get Baker Mayfield better? If he doesn't have a good answer to that, he's not getting the job. I mean, that's a fair point. I 100% agree with you. And the, the thing is, there are a couple of guys in San Francisco that the Browns will interview later today, and Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. and Mike LaFleur, that have sort of coordinator roles, but not all the way there. They manage one part of the offense, running and passing. Mm-hmm. So if he wanted to bring one of them, technically it would be a promotion to just offensive coordinator rather than passing game coordinator and run game right. coordinator. So you could you could work some things there. That's a situation that's that that could be dealt with. Seems so they like, with. Yeah. Seems so they like Brian Dable of the Bills, not interested in him coming over kind of a dinosaur type. He's done a nice job with Josh Allen, but kind of a yeah. I'm not, uh, that's not too, too exciting. Um, Mike McCarthy, if his analytics rebuild is, is correct, I would love for him to be paired with Elliot Wolf, but it, it seems like Jimmy is hell bent on not making Wolf no, the they, GM. Yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't Jimmy understand put that the as hammer well. on that one very early in his press conference Thursday that they are, in fact, going outside of the organization to find their next GM, even though they essentially have a GM in waiting. Why you would let someone like Elliot Wolf, who is probably going to leave, um, with that type of talent, and you get some sort of continuation, and maybe that's what they don't want with the Dorsey regime. Alonzo Highsmith's heading back to college football. He, he's getting the heck out of town. Um, that's that's tough. I, I I wouldn't mind the Mike McCarthy thing. I think that's if he has innovated and reinvented his offense and freshened it up like he says he has. Who knows? But if he has, I'm interested in that. Um. Robert Salab interests me, Matt. If you can get the OC right, I could be on board with that situation. But the other thing is, Matt, and we'll wrap up with with this here, is you if you wait too long, and I know you don't want to be rushed, you want to be thorough, but if you wait too long, the Giants still have to hire somebody, the Panthers still have to hire somebody, and dare I say, um, they might have more appealing, less chaotic situations than you. So you cannot wait too long. No, you can't, and that's the thing that they have to be very, very cautious of. They want to do it right, and I get why they want to do it right, but the fact is they have to wait till next Friday if they want to talk to Josh McDaniels, which is oh, reportedly, reportedly what they want to do. And if they are not going to make a decision without talking to him, they are going to lose – the opportunity to hire someone else. And, oh, by the way, keep in mind that with that guy, you have to have a plan B ready to go ASAP. Oh, yeah. Because he walked away from the Colts mm-hmm. after agreeing to accept the job. Not not something you want. If you're the Browns and you have this oh. glorious press conference where everything's glowing and mm-hmm. the next day or even later that night, reports start coming out oh mcdaniels wants to go back to new england let him go be the heir apparent to um belichick. to belichick yeah. and brady and let him just be a lackey for the next five years or however long it takes bill to hang up the whistle and be go find somebody else yeah. go find somebody that 
Bob had success. He failed. And he failed miserably in Denver. Yeah. Like, Matt. Then he got an opportunity with Indy, even after (laughs) failing miserably, and blew that opportunity. Embarrassed the organization. Like, he should be blackballed from any sort of NFL coaching to stuff like that, that that was that was absolutely gross i wouldn't trust him because matt let's say this let's say he does comes to the brown and uh, browns and bill belichick retires after next year which i don't think he will but let's say for fun he does i could see him being like oh yeah i, I quit i'm going back like, like you cannot trust this guy it's about trust you can't trust this guy he's a scumbag sorry can't trust him i'll say it i'm, I'm uh, dude cannot be trusted that was a a despicable move with the Colts. And I don't, I don't care one way or the other about Indianapolis, but that sucks. That was a sucky, crappy move for him to do. And I don't want anything to do with Josh McDaniel. So if that's what they're waiting for, then guess what? You're going to lose. You, you're probably going to lose a Mike McCarthy. And Matt, our biggest fear, of course, guys start dropping or guys don't want to come. And all of a sudden we're left with what your fourth. We're left with another Mike Patton type situation. Where it's like, this is our eighth pick. We're really into this guy. Oh, good. Then we're screwed, and we're doing the same show again in a year or two. Yeah, we don't need that. We need to avoid that like the plague. Gosh, what a mess. What a mess. Well, all right, Matt. You got, you're going to have a lot of stuff up on WKYC.com slash sports and on Twitter at Matt Fleur Jansic about this coaching search. Um, real quick before we go, who, who do you want? Who's your favorite? Like, if you had your pick. Urban Meyer seems out. Jimmy said it's going to go outside the it needs NFL experience, so I'd count Herb out. But um, who, who would your pick be? Based off of the interviews that they have had already conducted or are willing to conduct, I want nothing to do with Josh McDaniels. And I got into a lengthy discussion about that yesterday. Um, my choice would be Mike McCarthy. Yep. The guy knows how to handle a high-profile quarterback mm-hmm. and get the most out of that dude. Um, Rodgers was a two-time MVP up in Green Bay with McCarthy calling the shots. He has a Super Bowl win on his resume. He's has multiple playoff game uh, appearances on his resume. That's the cat that I want running my team. Yeah, He didn't just take the year off of football. He got a coaching staff together and was breaking down film Monday through Friday as if he still had a yep. job. Yep. That's a guy who wants to get better, that wants like that. to get back in the game and win again. He doesn't want to be a one-and-donner. No. The guy who did it once, congratulations. Go be an Move analyst on. somewhere, yeah. No, I, I, I like that. Um, I don't want Greg Roman either. Uh, too gimmicky. I know what he's done with Lamar Jackson, but too gimmicky. Baker doesn't run, so I'm not interested in Greg Roman. I would say either McCarthy yeah, if we or have Salah. To start over with another quarterback. I'm, oh, not, I'm not a fan of that stop. because the two quarterbacks that Roman has had the most success with are athletes that Baker is not. And Baker will be the first one to laugh at you when you ask him, "Hey, do you think you can run against the Bengals like Lamar did?" And he's like, "Uh, no, mm-hmm. I am." nowhere near the athlete that Lamar Jackson is. And he's right. He's not. Um, you need to find a guy that can work with him. And I'm not saying Greg Roman can't. I'm just saying based off of what he's done. his most successful journeys in the past, 
Baker ain't the kind of guy that he's going to want no. to work with. And I don't need another guy that needs his own quarterback. I uh, need a guy that can work with the roster we have and supplement with picks along the way. Yeah, I'm with you. I would say McCarthy, and if Robert Salah can get a quality offensive coordinator that can help improve Baker, uh, he'd be my my 1B uh, number two, because I think he is a real good leader. So anyway, buddy, that'll do it. Uh, keep track, wkyc.com slash sports for Matt's articles there. Any breaking news with the coaching search, we will be back for that. And uh, we'll, we'll keep, keep trudging along, Browns fans. Happy 2020. I'm Andy McNamara. That's Matt Florjancic. Get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. You've been listening to SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Go Browns! <laughs>